Good morning again. This is Ed of Ed's Bookshelf. Glad to have you with us on this wonderful Thursday. We are continuing with our story, Sometimes the Dreams are Dismal. It's a book that I wrote, and it's a book that deals with a sensitive subject. This is part three, the final act. He would leave work when he had it. And this time he would leave to find work. I can't make it here. All I see every day are you and our kids struggling. We need food, money, and things. His words were painful to him. To her, it was as if a play long rehearsed was finally being acted out. Her response, not to his statement, but more to the problem, came faster than she thought. Yes, maybe you should leave, Sharp. His look was long and anguished. Sometimes the truth is hard to accept when you're not prepared to hear it. Truth is funny, too, because it's something there is no answer to. It simply is. Maybe I should do it soon, he said, sitting in a chair in the middle of the room. One leg of the chair was bent so badly that he took an old book off the table and started to balance the chair with it. No, her voice rang out. Stopping suddenly, he looked into his hand and saw that he held the Bible she prized so much. Sharp stood up. He went to where his children were sleeping. Standing over them, he wept silently and blew them each a kiss. Walking back to the front door slowly, his hand reached for the broken doorknob. He removed the short stick that had been placed under the doorknob, which acted as an impediment to someone's attempt to break into their house. He slowly turned towards his wife. Cree. His broken voice mellowed for the first time. Cree, I'm a man, Cree, and I'm walking out of this door not knowing where to go, but knowing that I have to. Cree, this is breaking my heart, but whatever it takes, I will be back and take care of my kids like I ought to. I can't watch them not eat regularly, go without needs crying for things. I have to do something, whatever it takes. You have nothing. I gave you nothing. I tried. I failed. A small tear slid down his cheek. 
It took forever to reach his lips. It tasted sour like his life at the same moment. He savored the room and its contents for the last time. Cree, I love you. I, I really love you. I just don't have anything to give you now. I tried. I really, really tried, Cree. His lawyer's hand reached out slowly. Sharp felt a twinge of anticipation that her hand was reaching for his. It was not. She had reached her hand out to only extend her arms to her chest and press her Bible closer to her heart. She looked at him painfully. Pain for him, not for herself. I know, Sharp. I know you love me, she said. Creek, he said as he stood at the open door, the cold night air blowing hard across his face and into the small room. Do you still love me? He asked hesitantly. Miss Larger could only look at him while she held the Bible tighter to her breast. Her voice, quiet, firm, confirmed his earlier thoughts about the truth he already knew. Sure. Do you want me to say yes? I, I will if you want me to. The door closed behind him slowly. He faced the cold wind. It was the only caress he would know for years to come. He thought he heard some sobbing. It was only the wind blowing through the barren trees. Pulling his collar up around his neck, he started down the icy street. He stopped under a lamppost, the falling snow glistering in the pale light as it fell on his face. He leaned upon the post for support. Slowly he turned his gaze toward the night sky again. Strange, he couldn't curse it now as he once had done. He tried to do as he had seen Cree do for many years, pray. Even heaven did not hear him. Miss Larger sat down in a chair. She stared at her Bible and then at her children, then her Bible. She slowly turned the pages until she came to a series of pictures near the end of the book. Looking at each page slowly, she stopped and stared at one picture with a sense of relief. This was the same picture she had seen so many times as a child while in Sunday school. It was a picture of the same sad-faced white man hanging on a tree. Her fingers slowly traced the outline of his face. She read slowly the words underneath the picture. Father, forgive them, for... She suddenly burst into tears as her Bible fell like her dreams had fallen to the floor.
the end.